The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball podcast on the night of the op- opening night of football season. NFL's underway tonight. Uh, the Patriots and Chiefs kicking off the NFL season. And uh, I usually do this every year. Uh, this a little late this year, but uh, we're going to get into the over-unders. We're going to start with the AFC. And on the line from Los Angeles, California, joining me for this podcast, diehard Green Bay Packers fan, we have uh, Rebound. What's up, Rebound? How are you doing? What's up, man? I'm doing amazing. It's great to have NFL season back. Fucking watching opening right, night right now. And great to have the most boringest sport go away now. All right, well, fair enough. Uh, so let's get started with the AFC, AFC over-unders. Let's start in the AFC West. So uh, what do we have for, who do we have first? We got the Denver Broncos at 8.5. Eight and a half, excuse me. All right, Denver Broncos, uh, coming off their football's uh, Super Bowl season last last year, uh, they kind of tailed off towards the end of the season and uh, missed the playoffs by a few games. But uh, as always, uh, they have a stout defense. Chris Harris, uh, Akib Tlaib, and then Von Miller's no joke, uh, leading the front seven. So, uh, I mean, I don't know, but uh, they're in a tough division with uh, a lot of other Good team, so eight and a half. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm going under in this one. I think I think they're a seven win team. So I I, I see them as a seven win team. I'm gonna go under eight and a half. What do you think? Yeah, I think they're kind of in re- not rebuilding mode. I would say, but just like they don't have their quarterback situation set up. Uh, I mean, they did pick up their old quarterback Brock Osweiler, but he's a backup, and they're going with Trevor Simeon, who's an average quarterback in my opinion. I mean, defensive side of the ball, they're good, but that's not really gonna. That that's definitely their their hot spot. I mean, but I think they win right under, and I go eight wins. And they're in a tough division. The AFC West is really good this year. We got Kansas City, you got Oakland, and even LA now. That even LA is gonna be solid this year. So I'm going eight and eight for the Denver Broncos. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, so who do you have next? Next, we have the Oakland Raiders at nine and a half. Ah, the most intriguing team of the in the division, in my opinion. Nine and a half for Oakland, and coming off a their first playoff appearance in about ten years last season, I believe something like that. And they look very impressive. But uh, of course, as we all know, uh, Derek Carr got injured towards the end of the season, and they pretty much uh, their offense pretty much just became. Uh, a disappearing act after that, and they weren't able to get the ball moving uh, in their wild card game against Tech against the Te- Houston Texans, excuse me. And it seems like Derek Carr, I mean, should be back in full force uh, for the beginning of the season. And obviously, on offense, he has Amari Cooper to work with, and then on defense, they have one of the best linebackers in the league in Khalil Khalil Mack. And I think they're just a uh, 
young football team who's just getting better and better and they're my pick for sure to win the AFC West and uh, also I'm going over the 10 and a half I think they're an 11 win team so I think they're going to win 11 games and in my opinion win that AFC West oh nine and a half excuse me uh so I'm going to go over nine and a half. I think they're an 11-win team, and I think they're going to win the AFC West outright. Yeah, I agree with this one. I think the Raiders are going to have a really good season, uh, especially adding Beast Mode, Marshawn Lynch. That's a, a good, good pickup right there. And I also like Amari Cooper. Derek Carr is one of the top five quarterbacks, in my opinion. Uh, they do need to improve on defense, but I see them having 10 wins. All right, we're both going over on the Raiders. Uh, who's next in the AFC West? We got the Kansas City Chiefs currently playing right now at 9. Kansas City at 9. Okay, let's see who this one. I think this is the second best team in the division. Uh, I mean, obviously they have had, uh, I think, three or four, three consecutive double-digit win seasons. Obviously, the weakness of their team being... Uh, the quarterback, in my opinion, I mean, obviously he's probably one of the better game managers in the, in the league and Alex Smith, but uh, when it comes down to making the, the big uh, big throws down the field, he's not he's not really there for them when, in doing that, but they do have a very, a very talented team offensively. Obviously, Tyreek Tyre Hill, he merged uh, last year, made a lot of big plays. I think they were just showing a graphic on opening night. He's the first player to have, I think, four straight games with 60-plus yard plays, 60-plus yard touchdowns, excuse me, in probably about 50 years. So he's super explosive. I mean, he's small. He's hard to get a hold of and tackle. So I think he's going to – he's still young. He's going to be emerging for them. And then Travis Kelsey, one of the better tight ends in the league, uh, great at blocking and then blocking down in the red zone. And then he's one of Alex Smith's go-to guys as well. So – but and defensively they're always really good. Eric Berry, free safety, and then Marcus Peters as their corner, and then Justin Houston, one of the better linebackers in the league, and then Andy Reid, obviously a consistent coach, always one of the better, one of the five ten best coaches in the league all, every time for the past fifteen straight seasons. So you can't really go wrong with him. So nine is a a tough number. I, I'm gonna go push with uh, Kansas City. I think they're gonna be. Nine and seven, and they're gonna fight for one of those uh, two wild card spots in the AFC. Uh, on this one, I'm going under definitely. Uh, I just don't see Kansas City winning ten games or even nine. Uh, I am watching them right now, and they have been pretty impressive. Uh, they got their rookie running back Kareem Hunt, which is a good pickup. He looks good so far, but I don't know why they waived Jeremy Macklin. But they obviously have Tyreek Hill. And Travis Kelsey, as you mentioned, their defense is obviously good. But the division is just really hard this year, and I don't see them pulling in. I see them as an 8-8 eight and eight team. All right. Uh, so last team in the division, the San the, – oh, excuse me, not the L.A. Chargers. I, I, was, I, reverted, yeah. I reverted to the San Diego. I got too used to that. Yeah, uh, that's, so, that's a seven and a half. Yeah. The Los Angeles Chargers, the second NFL team in L- in LA. Uh, what's their over under at? That's seven and a half. Yeah. Seven and a half. Okay. So I mean, yeah, this is uh, all all four teams at seven and a half or over for the over unders in this division. So LA Chargers playing uh, in a thirty thousand seat stadium in South Los Angeles in the South Bay. Uh, 
I mean, obviously, Philip Rivers, I mean, he's getting up there in his mid-30s. He's still uh, good, one of the better quarterbacks in the league, probably top 10. He's, he has a great arm, and uh, he has Melvin Gordon in the backfield, who's an emerging young running back. And then uh, defensively, they have some young pieces. So uh, uh, I see them. I can I can see them winning eight games. So I'm going to go over. Uh, I think eight and eight, and then uh, they'll kind of be. I think I think they'll be third or fighting for, with Denver for the last spot. So I'm going to go eight wins, and and they just missed the playoffs, in my opinion. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going same exact. Uh, I just see. I think they're going to be a good team. Uh, they're good on the defensive side of the ball with Joey Bosa. Uh, he looks like an up-and-coming player. And I definitely see them. And they also got Melvin Gordon coming up. And they're going to get Keenan Allen back this year. So I think Phillip Rivers has a really big year. And I put them at 8-8. Eight and eight. Alrighty, uh, so that'll do it for the AFC West. Uh, we'll move into the AFC North. Uh, who do we have first? We got the Pittsburgh Steelers at ten and a half. It's going to be a Blitzburg ten and a half for Pittsburgh. Uh, over under set at ten and a half. Uh, this is obviously behind New England, in my opinion, the second best team in the AFC, and a lot of offensive weapons. Uh, probably the better, one of the best wide receiver wide receiver cores in the entire league with. Uh, Antonio Brown, Martavis Bryant, and Marcus Wheaton. And then, obviously, in the backfield, one of the better running backs in the league in Le'Veon Bell. Uh, good uh, power runner, uh, elusive with his moves. Uh, can also uh, get get in the backfield and make catches as well. And then Ben Roethlisberger, veteran quarterback. Oh, shit, touchdown. Ben Roethlisberger, one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Ben Roethlisberger, excuse me, one of the better quarterbacks in the league, obviously getting the up there in age. Uh, this is going to be his 13th season, I believe. And uh, he's definitely, no doubt in my opinion, the best quarterback in the AFC North. So uh, Pittsburgh, I'm I'm going to have to go over to with the 10 and a half. Uh, I think they're 11-12 win team. And I think they're easily going to win the AFC North. They have... Lots of offensive weapons, and that that will be more than enough for them to win the AFC North and win 11 games, in my opinion. What do you, what's your take, Rebound? Yeah, I think Pittsburgh definitely improved it in this offseason. They added a cornerback, Joe Hayden, who was released from the Browns. He's definitely one of the top cornerbacks in the league, top five cornerback. And they also got a wide receiver, Martavius Bryant, back. He was reinstated to the league. After being suspended, that's a huge pickup. And they also drafted a, a good receiver, which I think Juju Smith-Schuster. And, of course, they have either the number one or number two running back, Le'Veon Bell, who is holding out until September 1st. And now, and, of course, you have Big Ben. He's old, reliable. I mean, what can you say? Uh, and they're in a pretty easy division besides... Maybe Baltimore, I think. You got Cleveland, uh, two games. That's two wins right there. I think they could get 11. They go 11-5. and five. All righty, 11-5. Uh, we both have for Pittsburgh. Uh, 
Who do we got next in the AFC North? Next in the AFC North, we have the Baltimore Ravens at eight and a half. The Baltimore Ravens. Okay, eight and a half. Uh, let's see with this one. This is a really tough line because uh, uh, what do you see with Joe Flacco? You think second best best quarterback in the AFC North after Roethlisberger? Uh, I mean, him and Dalton are about the same. I mean, but Joe Flacco did take his team to a Super Bowl and win it. So, I mean, that's the difference. Alrighty. Okay, so Baltimore eight and a half. Uh, with this one, uh, let's see. I think they're definitely the s- second best team in the division, in my opinion. Uh, okay, I think uh, I'm going to go over on this one. I think nine wins, and they'll be fighting for a w- wild card spot. So I'm going to go nine wins. Uh, Joe Flacco, obviously, he's up and down. He throws a lot of picks, but I think he throws a lot of touchdowns as well. And he throws for a lot of yards, so they'll, they're going to make a lot of big plays. And I think they're going to win uh, nine games and fight for a wild card spot. Yeah, I'm going exactly with 9-2. I think they have a, a solid team. They added a good wide receiver in Jeremy Macklin in the offseason, which he's, he's good. He's definitely a Pro Bowl wide receiver. And they, they have Mike Wallace. They also added running back Danny Woodhead and... I see them. Uh, I don't see them making the playoffs, but I see nine wins, going nine and seven. All righty. Uh, which Ohio team do we have next in the AFC North? We have the Cincinnati Bengals at eight and a half. Also, Cincinnati Bengals. This is a team that really uh, struggled last season. A lot of injuries with uh, Eifert, I believe, uh, and then Andy Dalton wasn't as good last year as he usually is. Uh, what, what was the over and under again? Sorry. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay. This one, I, I expect them to be better than they were last year, but I, I'm still going to go under an eight and a half. I think uh, it's kind of boggles my mind that uh, NFL coach can survive 14 seasons nowadays without winning a playoff game. Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, that's true. I mean, isn't that almost a death sentence uh, if you don't win a playoff game in 14 seasons that you yeah, but probably... Alrighty, uh, so Andy Dalton obviously has great weapons with uh, Muhammad Sanu and uh, what's his name? Uh, AJ Green, obviously one of the better wide receivers in the league. And I think, uh, I mean, th- Andy Dalton usually puts up good numbers, but I, I don't know. I mean, I just think Pittsburgh and Baltimore are much better, and then I don't, I don't see eight, eight and a half wins. I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go like six or seven wins in my opinion, for Cincinnati. I think they're going to miss out on the playoffs again. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going under with seven wins. I mean, their backfield is good. I mean, it's crowded, but it's good with Gio Bernard, uh, Jeremy Hill, and rookie Joe Mixon. They have one of the top receivers in the league, A.J. Green, but I just don't like the quarterback, Andy Dalton. I mean, on the defensive side of the ball, they're definitely good, but just in a tough division with Pittsburgh and Baltimore. And I don't, I don't see them winning more than seven games. And I see them going seven and nine. Alrighty. Uh. So what do we have for Cleveland? What's their over under at? Four and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half for Cleveland. Okay. Obviously, they just let Joe Hayden go. Probably their best defensive player. 
And uh, I mean, they have they have who at quarterback? Uh, Deshaun Kaiser. Okay, I mean that's probably going to be their most exciting part of their season, having a young quarterback from Notre Dame, Deshaun Kaiser. Uh, I mean, just probably they've got to be one of the crappiest franchises in NFL history. Uh, I mean, and they continue to just be a laughing stock. So uh, I'm going to go under, I think, three wins for Cleveland. Uh, another terrible, miserable season for them. And then Cleveland fans, once again, are going to have to wait for LeBron and the Cavs to kind of uh have excitement and some hope for some playoffs or something like that so well i mean, I mean the Cavs make the playoffs every year i mean they're, they're making the finals every year so there's not okay. gonna be much excitement in cleveland okay so uh three wins for cleveland in my opinion i'm gonna go under the four and a half what do you think uh i'm going uh over i think they get five wins uh, i think I, li- I really like deshaun kaiser and I like the I like the running back Isaiah Crowell and with, also with Duke Johnson Jr. I mean they did give up Joe Hayden, but that uh, I don't know how big that is. I mean it's big, but I still see them winning five games, going five and eleven. Alrighty, you got them over. I got them under. Uh, and that'll do it for the AFC North, and we'll move into the AFC South. Uh, who do we got first? At first, we got the Tennessee Titans at eight and a half. Tennessee Titans, eight and a half, uh, led by young quarterback Marcus Mariota. And in the backfield, DeMarco Murray, and then... Derrick Henry. Oh, excuse me, Derrick Henry. Sorry. They don't have Murray anymore? Yeah, they have Murray. Okay. And you were thinking about the other one. Oh, okay. But Murray's the lead back, right? Yeah, for now. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, okay, so eight and a half. I'm definitely going over on this one. I think uh, nine or ten wins. I think Mariota's uh, showing maturity and he's showing growth. And obviously, like you mentioned, uh, Murray is a lead back and then uh, the combo with Derrick Henry that provides a good uh, rushing attack for them. And then a pretty good young defense as well. So all that... Uh, in my opinion, will lead to nine or ten wins, and then I think they'll battle Texas for who who wins that division, or the Texans, excuse me. What do you think about the Titans? Uh, yeah, I think they win the division this year. I mean, they added some good pieces. I mean, they added Eric Decker, and I think this is going to be a really good year for Mariota also. I think they win the division because Andrew Luck is going to be injured. He's injured right now, and I don't know how long he's going to be out for, so I think they go 10-6 and six and win the division. All right, with no Andrew Luck uh, in the division, I mean, is Marcus Mariota, I mean, the, like the clear, like, number one yeah. quarterback in the, in, the, in the division? Yes, for sure. All righty. Uh, who do we got next? Next we have the Indianapolis Colts. We got them at seven and a half. Colts at seven and a half. Uh, okay, obviously shaky offensive line as usual. Their franchise quarterback Andrew Luck uh, seems to be getting banged up a lot the last couple seasons. Uh, we don't know when he's gonna come back. Some reports have him coming back as early as week two. Some say uh, as late as like week six, week seven. So who knows what happens with that? Uh, and even if he does come back, I mean, they're not very good defensively. 
shaky offensive line. Uh, basically, uh, Luck basically has to just uh, bring them back in a lot of games. It seems like last season they just fall behind real quick in, in games, and then they always have to just climb their way back in. And then Luck, by some, if he makes some miracles happen, they win a few games here and there. But uh, <laughs> I don't see I don't see much just because for Andrew Luck can't do it all himself. I'm going to go under the 7.5. I think uh, 6 wins for them. And it's going to be another tough season in Indianapolis. Not much else to do there and not much else to to hope for for their sports teams as well. So what do you think on that one? Yeah, this is definitely going in under with Andrew Luck out for who knows how long. I'd say at least 3 to 4 games. And then you got Tennessee there. And Houston's even solid. And Jacksonville's coming up, so... I think this is very under. I think they win five games and go five and eleven. Alrighty. Uh, who do we got next? Houston or Jacksonville? Houston at eight and a half. Houston eight and a half. I'm going over over on this one as well. Obviously, the quarterback situation for Houston is always the problem as we've, as we've seen in the last four or five seasons or so. But we know their defense is always really good. J.J. Watt, Jadavion Clowney. And uh, they're always going to be really good defensively. They're always going to stay in games. So for that reason, I think they're going to win probably nine or ten games. And they're going to be fighting with uh, Tennessee, in my opinion, to, for who takes that division ultimately. What do you think? Uh, I think this goes under. I, I mean, I do like Deshaun Watson who's coming up, but he's not starting yet. I definitely don't like Tom Savage. Their running game is okay. Miller did, didn't do good last year, but you, you know you know what you're going to get out of him. And they have DeAndre Hopkins. Will Fuller is still hurt. Uh, I think they're still working on the offensive side of the ball. But the defensive side of the ball, they're definitely good. But I'm going under at seven wins. All right. Uh, what do we have for uh, Deshaun Watson? What week over under do we expect him to become the starter? What do you think? I'd say week six, week seven, somewhere around there. All right, but I mean, he's probably going to be the starter at some point. I mean, yeah, I think we can all agree on yeah. that. Okay, for sure. Okay, so what do we have for the the mess in Jacksonville? What do we have over under? For the Jacksonville Jaguars, we have six and a half. Six and a half. Wow, that's a high number for Jacksonville, considering that they have a quarterback dilemma going on right now. And... Neither one is really a good choice for them between Chad Henney or Blake Bortles. So uh, do you possibly see them as a destination for the guy that's been one of the big headlines in the offseason, Colin Kaepernick, or no? Uh, no, they're not going to get Colin Kaepernick. All righty, so... They're, they're all in on Blake Bortles. Okay, so Bortles is a starter going into week one? Yes, for sure. All righty, six and a half. I think that's way too high for a team like Jacksonville. They obviously have some more young talent by drafting Leonard Fournette. And then uh, defensively, they have some uh, good young players, good young defensive ends. But given all that, I think there's two teams in their division that are clearly better than them in Tennessee and Houston. And then Indianapolis is probably still better than them, even with their shaky offensive line and their bad management and all their bad draft picks. So given that, I'm going to go... Under, I think, four or five wins for Jacksonville. And I just see another miserable season for them. What do you think? 
Yeah, I'm going under. I mean, they did draft a good rookie in Leonard Fournette, who's going to be their future running back. He'll get a lot of carries. and But they're just uh, building and looking to the future right now. I don't see much on offense. They do have Allen Robinson and Allen Earns, but uh, you need a good quarterback for your wide receivers to be good. And I, I really don't know anyone on their defense uh, on that team, but... I see 5-11. Alrighty. 5-11. We'll agree on that one. Uh, That'll wrap it up for the AFC South. And we'll go into the last division in the AFC, the the division to the defending Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots, the AFC East. Uh, Who do we got first? We got the New England Patriots at 12 and a half. Alrighty, uh, New England defending Super Bowl champions at 12 and a half, uh, currently facing off against Kansas City right now on opening night. Uh, 12 and a half, uh, uh, I've heard uh, rumors and rumblings that uh, New England would be the Super Bowl favorite even if Tom Brady did not play a game this season, which was pretty crazy when I heard that. So given all that, I'm going to go over 12 and a half. I think 13 or 14 wins for New England. I think they're just... Uh, well old machine and they keep they keep on moving uh they just plug uh guys in there i mean julian edelman's out for the season but it seems like they have three other or four other guys who can replace him either amandola philip dorsett brandon cooks they acquired from new orleans and then they obviously have good corners in malcolm butler uh dante hightower is a good linebacker for them and then tom brady and bill 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 belichick um probably one of the better coach quarterback duos if not the best in nfl history so uh with that given that i think it's it's a no-brainer for me over 12 and a half and i think 13 or 14 wins and the the number one seed in the afc what do you think i'm definitely going over i mean they were playing good at the beginning of this game but now they're currently losing but i still see them winning this game and i see them winning 14 games and i think they'll lose one game at, at, at week 17 where they're going to rest their players for the playoffs and another another random game in the middle of the season. They're definitely a stacked team on both sides of the ball. I mean, you added Stephen Gilmore, of course. They added Michael Gilsley. They added Brandon Cooks. Get, got Gronkowski back. I mean, well, what more can you ask when you got the best QB in, in the NFL? If not, or if not the second best QB, and you got the best head coach, that's for sure. What did, more? What more do you need? Did you just what say Brady's better than your buddy Rogers? Uh, I don't know. It's it's pretty even right now. I mean. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Uh, over on the Patriots for both of us. Uh, so, who's next in the AFC East? Next in the AFC East, we have the Miami. Dolphins. Oh, the Miami Dolphins, uh, home to the the her the uh, next city that's going to be probably be hit by the devastating Hurricane Irma, and their Week One game is postponed and pushed to Week Eleven between yeah, them and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's fucking my fantasy. Fuck, fuck the NFL. They can't get a neutral field. What the fuck? I think we should worry about the residents of Miami and not not your stupid fantasy team. Oh, fuck that. So getting into the Dolphins, obviously uh, Ryan Tannehill out for the season, so they had to sign uh, Jay Cutler and bring him back out of the Fox NFL booth. And 
back out of his short retirement, and then it looks like he's going to be the quarterback that's going to be taking over for them. And then obviously they have a young running back in Jay Ajayi. He looked really good last year, and it look he looks primed to continue that success. And they're definitely, in my opinion, the second best team in behind New England in this division. So uh, with that, I, I think I see nine wins for them. So uh, and then they'll probably fight for a wild card spot as well. So we'll see what happens. What do you think? Uh, I'm going slightly under on this one. Uh, I mean, they added Jake Cutler, which was definitely a good move after Tannehill going out for the season. And then, and I think Devontae Parker becomes one of the best, one a really good receiver. He has a breakout year. And, uh, but they're just in a, a good division. Not a good division, but the Patriots are going to take this division easily. And I don't see them doing well. I think seven and nine is my pick. All righty. So Jay Cutler reuniting with Adam Gaze. I mean, I think he had some success with him. We'll see how he does. Uh, so next, uh, Jets or Bills? Who do we got? got the Bills at six and a half. The Buffalo Bills at six and a half. Okay, obviously, uh, LaShawn McCoy is their feature offensive player. And then we got uh, Tyrod Taylor. Uh, we got Tyrod Taylor, their quarterback, uh, dual threat. And then, but other than that, not much else uh, for Buffalo. Obviously, a good defense for them. But uh, six and a half, I think that's kind of low for them. Because they got a, uh, some some talent there, so I'll go slightly over with seven wins, and I think they'll miss the playoffs for sure. But uh, I'm going to go over the six and a half. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm going uh, over on this one. Actually, under. Sorry, uh, they, they traded Sammy Watkins away, which was I don't know. I wouldn't say if it was a good move or bad move, but then they acquired Jordan Matthews. Obviously, have Lashawn McCoy as a running back, but not really much on offense. They lost Robert Woods. I don't know who else they really have. I mean, Tyrod Taylor is definitely a, a good quarterback, but and they lost Stephen Gilmore on defense, so I don't see anything happening here. I see a 6-10 and, and ten season. All right, we're both over on that 6-10. and ten. Uh, So now we have... The New York J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 uh, primed to be one of the worst teams in the in the league this season. Uh, what's their over-under at? That's three and a half. Three and a half. Okay, that's, I think that's just right. I mean, I think that's right where it needs to be. Uh, I'm going to go under. I see two or three wins. I mean, their quarterback situation is awful. Uh, they just traded uh, one of their better defensive ends in Sheldon Richardson to the Seattle Seahawks. So it seems like they're already uh, kind of in that tank mode and looking looking to get into that uh, Sam Darnold sweepstakes. Uh, so with that, uh, un- under three and a half, and I think they're going to be two and 14, three and 13. And they're probably going to be end up with the first pick, in my opinion. What do you think? Definitely under. I mean, they they give every sign that they're tanking. They traded Sheldon Richardson. They let Brandon Marshall go. They let Eric Decker go. I mean, their quarterback didn't know how to break a fucking huddle. And the coach penalized them and benched them during practice. So 
What more do I need to say? They're tanking for Sam Darnold or Josh Rosen in the draft, and they're going to have two wins. All righty. Okay, so that'll wrap it up for the AFC over-unders. Uh, I'll have rebound back tomorrow night to do the NFC over-unders. So rebound, uh, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, good luck to your Green Bay Packers this Sunday, opening week versus the Seahawks. Yeah, go Pack, go. And everybody, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll have the NFC over-unders tomorrow night. And then uh, we'll also have week one scorching six either tonight or tomorrow night. Enjoy the rest of the opening night game and enjoy all the games this weekend. Thank you, guys.